Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. Really excited today to have Randy Pachecho on the show. Hopefully, I didn't butcher your last name, Randy. But Randy, thank you so much for making time. Randy is the MIS IT director and works on HIPAA security office uh, compliance. He's in the HIPAA security office at Wahiwa, if I'm pronouncing that right. Again, so hopefully I earned some points on both pronunciations. Hopefully I didn't get a C minus there, Randy. But uh, he's with Wahiwa General Hospital, works on IT. He's done a lot of cool stuff in other industries. He's bringing that discipline into his current hospital where he's at. Randy, welcome to the show. And please correct me if I messed that up. <laughs> oh, no, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, Randy Pacheco and the pronunciation for a hospital in Hawaiian is Wahiwa General Hospital. Uh, awesome. we're, yeah, we're a rural hospital out in the North Shore that we take care of uh, uh, everybody that's in the North Shore area. You know, mm. they're all surfers, scuba divers, tourists. Mm -hmm. We're the only hospital out there besides Kohuku mm. on the other side of us. And we're a very small hospital uh, nonprofit. We're the only nonprofit uh, owned uh, hospital on the island. Mm. And compete against all these other big uh, hospitals on the island and neighbor islands too. So it's a very competitive market in Hawaii, but also in healthcare, um, I've noticed that um, there's not enough money to go around for everybody. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to understand that a little bit more, Randy. And, you know, it's just fascinating. Obviously, Hawaii is a paradise in the, in the land of, from a U.S. perspective, but also Hawaii, I think, in our healthcare system, sometimes feels like this one-off just because it's an island, right? But there's so much beautiful things, so much powerful things happening. I guess before hearing a little bit about the work that you're doing or what, what has your fascination most in health today, Tell me a little bit about your background. Tell me about your origin story. How did you get started? What are the series of events across your career that led you to where you're at today? Yeah, so um, I started with Oceanic Cable Vision, uh, a local cable company here in Hawaii in 1983. And I went straight from uh, prior college, maybe two years, and I went straight into the industry. And, unheard of back then well it's really heard of back then when you're in data processing that you would jump into your career before you even had a degree mm -hmm. and run into it and you'd, uh, later on you would get your degree anyways i started with them and they got taken over we got taken over later on by time warner um in 1988 mm. and, uh, we became a time warner and from there i was um actually excuse me I was actually, I was actually uh, in the data processing part of it, and um, I've worked with Oceanic all the way until Time Warner, all the way until they got sold to Spectrum. And so I've been there for 34 years. I just took early retirement back in May of last year, 2018, um, in which I took early retirement only because Wahiwa General Hospital approached me months before that and ask if I would come and take a look at their hospital and would be interested in helping them revamp their hospital IT infrastructure. 
So I took a chance and I went there and I had a two-hour tour, almost like Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> and they toured me all over the place to see what everything looked like, the structure. And I saw, all I saw was old structure and an mm. old IT system and old networking. All, and the next thing I saw was a challenge. Mm. And the reason why I say challenge is because with um, Time Warner, we were the engineers that developed cable modem services, video services, your digital phone services. In fact, I had the first digital phone service behind the cable modem uh, in my house by just playing. We were just playing one day and said, hey, we have this cable modem service that we've been putting out to the high, to the schools and stuff like that. Let's play with a phone system. And we did, and that was the first time we ever made a digital phone system be behind a cable motor. Mm. And the video services for uh, hospitality, like the uh, hotels and stuff, we designed it so that in-room services, uh, you get your bill, we're talking to their interface on their, on their hotel billing system. How do we get it all the way back to us? And that was another challenge. And the next challenge was, oh, how do we get... Um, we have OC Sports and OC 16, high school sports. Mm -hmm. We're like one of the biggest in the nation that produces high school sports. We'll run four high school games in one day, mm. one night, uh, including college, and we'll stream it from fiber or satellite. And we have to figure out how to do that from multiple locations and mm -hmm. edit the whole thing at the same time, running four games at one time. Yeah, with only a staff of seven. Wow. So a lot of the things that we did in Oceanic Time Warner were based on um, no money, make it happen tomorrow, and can we turn it into a service? So that was my 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 way of uh, that was that was my nature of my how I did things. Right. Teams did things. So we developed things as teams. And we were interacting with different departments. And when you do that kind of thing, there's a lot of collaboration. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of, hey, trust in another department. And uh, it's almost like family. Mm -hmm. so you design mm -hmm. systems around family-oriented teams. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's how you got, we got to be so progressive. Now, I walk into Wahiwa General Hospital. <laughs> I look at it and I say, wow, this is uh, a structure that really, really needs help. Right. Um, you're behind the times. Mm -hmm. And I said, yes, I'll accept the challenge. Mm. So I took it on in May of last year, uh, came into a department that actually had no documentation. Wow. There was, nobody knew, even the third party vendor didn't know everything and they were there for eight years. Right. And they didn't know everything about the network or about the systems or the virtuals that were running. Um, people didn't know passwords. Uh, people didn't know uh, a lot of things. It was chaos. Wow. So here I come into the chaos and I have to make chaos into a structure. Took me six months, but I did it. How do you know what to work on when? You know, so obviously you have like this this like blueprint and this playbook on like how systems should run, how connectivity should happen. Um, 
how do you how do you know what to tackle when? And then obviously the cultural side of like change and how do you handle the change and changing processes and these new technology changes, documentation changes. Yeah, well, based on the my back experience, on my experience that I did with uh, Time Warner and with Oceanic, that was our our, our thing. Come in chaos. Mm -hmm make chaos into structure and service. Right. What do you attack first? I don't know. You just got to figure it out as you go along. So you're, you're, as you're moving along, you're going, okay, I can tackle this first. Or, and as you're tackling it, you go, oh, there's another problem. <laughs> hey, I got to go to this one next. Right. And then you're just, you're just jumping on things as you're moving. And you mm -hmm. just don't know what to do yet, but then all of a sudden it starts to take form. Mm -hmm. You begin to take make it into a form, and then you you're, you're just gathering information. You know, it's just like forensics. Right. The whole thing is all forensics. You're trying to gather that information and figure it out. How did it die, or uh, how do you make it come back to life again? Right. And that's what it is. And with my background in IP, networking, video, uh, team building, uh, making projects, I could do all that just by myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I come into a structure that, um, first of all, the department that I take over went from 10 people and they cut it down to two. Wow. <laughs> so I enter going, okay, these people know what they're doing, but the two people that they gave me were not technical. They were help desk. Mm. So they didn't know what was going on. And the person that was there that was going to retire, she only knew so much too. Sure. The third party vendors only knew so much. So then I had to bring in um, tools that I know how to use that does forensics. I'm also, I'm almost like doing pen testing. Right. The right. whole time I'm doing pen testing on my own network. Assessing, and auditing, testing, yeah. Auditing, uh, finding what's what, where are the switches, all that stuff. And it's diagramming it for me. And luckily I know about these tools and how to use them, free tools and, you know, cause there's no money. Right. And putting it all together. Anyways, I, I, I have to bring up uh, a structure now. Now there's a budget and mm -hmm. they're trying to make a new infrastructure. And so I come in and they had designed it and I looked at it and I said, this is not going to work. Mm -hmm. We have to change it. It's not the proper way to do it. But yet the, they were already started. So I let them go and as we're going, I kept changing it, changing it, changing it and then mm -hmm. introducing different types of products that I was going to be in. Now, the, the problem that I had was budget. I couldn't mm -hmm. spend too much money. And um, I had to cut my budget as I was right. going on too. So what do I cut? How do I do it? How do I still need equipment? I still need new stuff. How do I figure this out? Well, then you talk to your vendors that um, I had in the past for 10 years, people have not uh, been friends with for so long. Call the favors. <laughs> we make deals. We start making deals with Cisco and 
I mean, it was awesome. Amen. Yeah. It, I began to get equipment, more equipment than I thought I could get for less money. And they were willing to help me out, which was great. So then I have to design a system that's based around two people, myself, that's three. I'm on call 24-7 for the hospital now, uh, the only one. And um, trying to run a network and the, uh, the system itself, applications that we're using. And I'm learning it at the same time while designing it and trying to figure out how each department works because I don't know healthcare. Right. My first time in healthcare. I don't even know the terminologies. Everything's going over my head, you know? And what are you saying? What are you talking about? Sure, I know security. I've audited, I might have my own business that I audit credit unions. I do pen testing. I know how to do that. So I had to look at it in a different way and say, okay, you can't approach a hospital, this hospital, the way that you normally approach a hospital. It has to be done like a business. Mm -hmm. So I turned it around and I say, I'm approaching it like a business. I am a consultant coming in and how do I make this work with these people and what tools do I need? Right. Develop and design tools around two people that don't have technical experience, but yet gives them the whole picture mm -hmm. of what's happening in the network what's happening to their computers, their workstations, what's happening with the logs, what's happening with the firewalls, and they're getting notifications. So then I have to come up with that. So I come up with that mm -hmm. plan, and I get everything ready in October, because I learned my lesson with Spectrum and mm -hmm. Order. Gather your information, gather everything in October, because in December is when the sales come up. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants to sell you something at a low cost right and that's when i hit everybody in november till december and going what do you what can you give me for this 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 and this and then in january i attack with the budget because everybody else gets their budgets right and here comes it with their budget and going this is what i need right away <laughs> <laughs> and bring the money the, the money has to come to me because I need to make the structure, I need to make it more secured, and we have to be in compliance. And so I then get what I need, which is great because I learned from my previous job how to begin some projects early on, get the money as soon as you can before everybody begins their budgets. Right. This so, is a great, this is a great, well, what I want to say is like, this is a great, like, framework and playbook so like the way you approach it your mindset bringing it in the auditing right it's kind of like you know assess grow it's it's like this this continuous improvement mentality it, it all it despite the challenges it almost sounds like you also have fun doing this and are having fun doing this <laughs> it's it's kind of fun but um there's been months that i've been so i've been stressed you know to the point of uh exhaustion because it's a hospital too right yeah and everybody's everybody expects to be important in a hospital mm -hmm. every department thinks they're the most important and i have to figure out a way to pull myself back and go no not everybody's important uh, right my department my it department is important to me the rest of you are my services i offer my services to you 
I am your consultant. I am not your slave to what you need be done. My department is not a slave to you. Mm-hmm. We are the support. And that's why I had to get that out to them to see that IT or MIS is the support and the technical vehicle that you need to accomplish your job. Right. Yeah. We are not the experts in everything. And this is where you come into play department, where you become the expert in what you do on the application. Right. How to make it work. And on your backbone. Yeah. Yeah. And your workflow. Make your workflow work. Don't approach IT on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, IT will come up with its own workflow to make sure that things get updated and you're supported well, the Wi-Fi is working, all that stuff. Randy, let me ask you. So, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. That's the perfect, I think, paradigm. And uh, I, love, I, love, I love obstacles where could be the obstacle is the way and the way to you have to figure out a way how to flip the table right flip the tables around not flip the table upside down but flip them around right but um randy if you had a group of similar individuals like yourself that came in that are about to come into different positions across the united states and come into infrastructures and so first of all i i absolutely empathize i, I remember one time i went from healthcare it management to a banking environment there were, where there was 100% turnover and I had to do the same thing. Audit everything, scan everything, where's what? And then, you know, people, different departments, accounts payables calling you, ACH is calling you, and you're like, I don't even know where our servers and locations are at, you know? Um, but um, what would you say about, like, a future-focused view of infrastructure? You have a bunch of IT directors that are coming into fresh environments and they, they, they have this mindset, like, what top one or two things would you advise them on on how to elevate the infrastructure for a hospital? How should they be thinking about it? What's the mindset? What's one or two tips? And I think you've given us a lot, but how would you boil that down to kind of like a compass? So if I was to mentor something, somebody in this, knowing that I know today, mm-hmm. I would tell them it's not about the application or the healthcare part. It's mm-hmm. about how do you build your department? Right. Your department is the first focus. Look at your team. You're going to come out. You're going to look at the way I, I looked at my team the first time was way too technical because I worked with a bunch of engineers before mm. that were so smart mm. that um, were very um, motivated. And when I came into Wahiwa, I didn't have that. I had help desk people. So what were the, I had to turn it around and figure out, well, it's not about technical anymore. It's about how do I build this team first? Because they're so knowledgeable. They've been here 15 years. Another one's been there for six years. So they know things that I don't know. So how do I bring that out of them? So I looked at their strengths for next because I was approaching it so wrong. I was approaching it more technical and I had to reevaluate myself as a leader and say, wait a minute, the problem is not you, not them, it's you. What am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. So I approached it where I looked at each of them. I said, 
tell me about you. What do you know? Mm-hmm. How do you do things every day? And what's your background and stuff? And then I got their strengths. And I know one was an application. One, mm-hmm. one is totally application strength. And mm-hmm. the other one is a lot more in the uh, workstations and how to get the applications to work and this and that. And I said, perfect. I don't know those two. And I'm going to come in with the IT knowledge of the servers, the networking, and how to build this. And then we'll become a team. Once I did that in December, my team turned around from being chaotic mm-hmm. to organized right away. Yeah. Focused, yeah. And so what I did was I gave them the ability to, I empowered them. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're going to go to meetings now. You're going to make decisions on my behalf and then come back to me. I don't need to be at that meeting because you know what goes on in this hospital way better than I do. Mm-hmm. And you're going to teach me how to run a hospital in a different way. Mm-hmm. So that's my first approach. I love it. So the, the, build the team. Now I have the team. It took me a couple months and now they're, they're just two people and they're actually so strong. Mm-hmm. And even, even the hospital saw it within the two months that my two staff members change drastically. Their, their body language, their demeanor, you know, their, their confidence came out. Yeah, just by empowering them and letting them make the decision. And they loved it because they never were in those positions. That was my first step. The second step was now that I have them, how do I make the tools ready? And I had to, with the analysis and stuff, I began putting the tools together that would make it where it ran by itself. Mm. The, the, the idea was um, to run, have the department be able to run without me there. Right. But also give the two staff members so much knowledge of what's happening day to day or what's coming that if I wanted to take vacation, which I couldn't, now I can, I can leave and they can continue to run without me being there. That was the the whole goal of what I was trying to do. This is great. This is great framework, good feedback. I think this is you know super powerful, um, Randy. Um, Randy, so well, a couple of things. I just want to say thank you for you know sharing your background, powerful background, powerful mindset you brought into the hospital setting. Uh, number two is you know your time here and you know diving deeper in an element of IT and security, but just the how-to, I think, is, is powerful. And a lot of people, I think, come into this role with hospitals uh, from an IT perspective and don't bring the right mindset and, and they hit all the wrong things at the wrong time. And it's not from lack of trying or lack of care, but it's just, uh, I think you've just done a phenomenal job of organizing chaos and, and that's a great mindset to have. I guess um, my last question for you is uh, connecting with you on social media. If our listeners wanted to connect with you on social media, Randy, what, or, or directly or, or whatnot, what would be a good way to do so, Randy? Well, um, my LinkedIn is the best way to do it. 
um, I'm very leadership driven. Um, with um, when I was with Time Warner and Oceanic, I loved teams, and I would build teams that were um, just like what I was just describing. You have different skill sets within the team, and everybody has their own skill set. Even though I'm the leader of the team, I may not be the project lead. Somebody else is the project lead, but I become one of the members of it, and I have to do what they say. But I make sure that everybody's on track. You know, even though I'm I'm the lead, I'm, I'm running the team. I still do the work, and they tell me what to do. And so everybody gets to be the leader, and I'm so into that. And I yeah. think yeah. that's what's missing in in um, healthcare. Because when I walked into healthcare, um, they don't have that mentality. Mm -hmm. It's not there on mm -hmm. how to run teams with um, these specialties in mind. They they all have special ways of doing things. You know, they have special um, talents. Mm -hmm. and, Bring those talents out within them and also in healthcare from what i i can see uh, from other places they don't empower their other people right so able to take over from them mm -hmm. like i'm the i'm the director i need to make all the decisions well i don't do that anymore i don't make the decisions i even allow another department to make a decision for me mm. because Maybe they know more than I do, but I'm just the consultant on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I'm really behind leadership and team building, and that's what I'm bringing to this hospital also at the same time. Not only my expertise, but how do we run a hospital? Because I actually help run the hospital mm -hmm. uh, day to day, and we have to build teams within our director's levels and work together. Wow. Wow. No, this is, this is great. Well, I, I mean, I think a couple of things, Randy, I, I mean, it's, 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 it's exciting to see your leadership in my history. Sometimes it's hard to find IT leaders that, you know, stick their chests out and really stick, you know, stick their neck out, you know, to, to lead as well. Right. And I think that's what it takes. So, uh, that's a difference between, that's a difference that makes a difference with a great MIS leader, IT leader is like the leadership element, understanding the soft skills, understanding the elements that make, the, make a difference with people. And yeah. uh, it's exciting to see that, you know, you brought that structure, you know, to your hospital. Yeah. And, and being that this is my first year with the hospital, um, I made a year already. And when I look back at it, I'm actually better today than I was the day I came in. Mm. And I only have, I now have another person on board. So I have three people and um, I think I'm, I feel much better even with three people and we can still run the hospital the way it is mm -hmm. and still take vacation, which is impossible. <laughs> but right. yeah, because I have, right. it, it's a great team and we have the proper tools that help us to see everything within the hospital and alert us before it even happens. I love it. I love it. Randy, this is, this is great. I really appreciate it. You know, what I'd love to do is, you know, as you work on things further at, at your hospital, love to have you back on the show. 
And uh, this has really been great and, and, you know, sincerely really appreciate, you know, your time. Um, to our to our listeners out there, again, this is the Pop Health Show. The show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making anyone healthier in this world. Randy, I think that's a great high note uh, to end off at, but I think the most important thing is congratulations on the success, the growth. Keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate your, your origin. Appreciate your time here. And uh, it's just been phenomenal just talking through these elements with you. And, and again, this was, this was great. Yeah, thank you very much. I, I appreciate being on the show. I've never done this before. This is my first time. And um, like I said, if, you, if anybody wants to hit me up, my LinkedIn is the, the best place. And I do do mentoring from there too. And I do give advice too. Um, I ran an internship also myself from 1999 at um, Oceanic Time Warner with high school kids. And that's mm. where I started from. And then um, I've had interns that interned with me. Sorry, I'm going chattering, but I had interns that are now managers with um, Time Warner. Mm-hmm. And my son-in-law himself had been my intern when he was 17. He is now one of the managers and he's been there half his life. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you will a couple things. Well, we'll have to link to to uh, we'll link to that in the show notes. And uh, this definitely won't be your last time on the show. We'll have to have you back for sure. You know, um, you know, it's a goal of ours. By by time we get a thousand episodes, most of our guests hopefully would have been on tw- uh, twice, but um, at least right two or three times. But uh, Randy, again, this was powerful. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate the the talk and the giving my experience absolutely absolutely randy have a great one much much appreciated this was great thank you